Chapter 11. Moaning Lisa Bistro. At ten of six, I claimed an empty table at the Moaning Lisa. As I sat there waiting for Linda, I watched a female singer with a guitar play Lords's Royal song. I nervously picked up a plastic straw and bent it into little shapes. I was supposed to be at the gallery at seven, but Jerry said he would cover me till then. I really hoped this would go well. Linda entered. I stood up and we made eye contact. She walked over to me. I would have been here sooner, but some woman couldn't decide between beige, ecru, cream, off-white, or eggshell pastels. Do you want to get a coffee? Yeah. We walked over to the counter together and looked at the menu choices, written in colorful chalk on a blackboard. Do you come here often? All the time. I work across the parking lot at the gallery. Oh, cool. She replied while scanning the choices. She ordered a mocha latte and I got a caramel macchiato. We basically stood there and watched the dude working the machine, grinding the beans into a little cup. We're standing so close I could feel the warmth of her body. She just had a touch of perfume on. I started to get the twitchies and felt compelled to fill the empty silences with something. I said, they make really great coffee here. Place looks really nice. The guy finally finished our order. We got our coffees and sat down. We both took a sip at the same time, glanced around and sat there in silence. I tried to avoid any intense eye contact. I didn't want to come off as a pervert. It felt awkward, so I had to say something. Okay, I have an idea. Okay. She said as she took another sip of latte. I said, these initial meetings always feel kind of weird. She nodded her head. Sure. What if I end up being incredibly boring? She hid a little smile behind her cup. You're getting there. How about a safe word? If you feel the need to get the hell out of here, let's say I start droning on and on, you just say the safe word and I'll understand. What's the safe word? I don't know. Something like cabbage. She put down her cup. Cabbage? Yeah. Let's say I started pontificating on the aesthetic response or the functional theory of art, where nature is beautiful and it can produce aesthetic experiences, but it can't produce those experiences on its own. For that to happen, you need an artist. Linda studied her cup for a moment. There, I said. Your reply would be? Well, I would counter with the anti-essentialist stance. The question of whether a new artifact is art or not is not factual, but rather a decision problem. She said with a grin. I said, wait a minute, what's my keyword? We both laughed. How about lettuce? Okay, let's agree to not discuss leafy vegetables then. She held up her latte and a toast. To no leafy vegetables. I took a sip of my macchiato, I said. So how did you end up working at the Artitech store? I was going for my master's in English lit at Wellesley College when the money ran out. Or should I say my boyfriend at the time ran out with my money. I didn't feel like spending money on a lawyer, so I just moved on. Wow, that sucks. Codependency problems up the ass with that guy. I just didn't want to deal with him. So how did you end up here? I ended up taking some art history courses at Framingham University and needed a part-time job. Where did you grow up? Florida. In the St. Augustine area. Isn't there a really cool liberal arts college in St. Augustine? Flagler College. At the time, I wanted to get away to be a writer, so I went to Wellesley. What's stopping you from writing? Money, for one thing. No publisher is going to pay for someone without any writing experience. She took another sip of latte. I've got a couple of story ideas in me. I 
may have to forge ahead and just self-publish on Amazon. Like what? I came up with this one recently at the store. What if a bunch of extraterrestrial artists traveled across the galaxy to find new patrons? You mean like alien Michelangelo's, but with giant heads? Yeah. And they show us their artwork. It's just some weird moving plasma. We completely don't understand it and reject it. They get angry at this and start attacking us, like in War of the Worlds. I laughed. So that's why aliens keep destroying our buildings. They hate our architecture. I suppose so. She took the last sip of latte and put the cup down. So you went crazy with the art supplies today. You have a chapel to paint somewhere? I'm now painting for a very interesting client, Gary Easton. Linda paused for a moment, as if she had to make sure she heard it right. Gary Easton? Yeah. That? Gary Easton? The guy who owns the island? Yeah. He came by the gallery, saw my stuff, and gave me a contract to paint for him exclusively. She looked at me dumbfounded for a second. How many other rich people do you know? I laughed. I don't. I swear. I just met the guy last week. Can I see some of your artwork? I want to see what the big demand is. Sure. I pulled out my iPhone, called up my website, and handed the phone to her. She swiped through the photos of my paintings. They're nice. She said without too much enthusiasm. Nice? I asked defensively. No, they're good. She expanded a photo to get a closer look. I like what you've done with the texturing. Yeah, I call it my musical style. I like it. They remind me of Winslow Homer. She continued swiping the screen. I notice water seems to be a big theme of yours. Yeah, I love to paint on the beach. It's relaxing. Linda studied the last photo. I certainly hung out on plenty of beaches growing up. She handed the phone back to me. How long have you been painting? Ever since high school. I started on an MFA at Mass College of Art. Been at it ever since. Brent came out of nowhere and sat down at our table, a cup of coffee in his hands. Hey, man, what's happening? Where the hell did he come from? Jesus Christ, not now. He turned to Linda before I could say anything. Who's your friend? I pondered my options for a second. Was there a trap door I could have Brent drop through? No, I had none. Reluctantly, I said, Brent, this is Linda. Brent got up to shake her hand. Hey, man, nice to meet you. Likewise. Are you an artist, too? Brent sat back, arms open in dramatic fashion, appearing to ponder the question for a beat, then said, No, man, I'm a dreamer. God, that was stupid. I had to speak up. I pointed to the painting behind Linda, I said. Brent painted those fighting crabs over there. She turned around and looked. He's definitely a painter, I said. I like it. I like to create what comes from the subconscious. I don't like to limit myself to reality. I could tell Linda was trying to suppress a laugh. She looked over at me and I did an eye roll towards Brent. So Brent, are you saying you like to paint on another plane of existence? Brent nodded his head. At times. So what planet are you on now? Brent broke out into his high-pitched laugh. He got the joke. He pointed at her and said to me, I like her. I said, Brent's done some good stuff. He's been in all our gallery shows. Hey, man. What's this I hear about Gary Easton? He wants me to paint for him. Then James came over and sat down in the remaining chair. A cup of coffee and a croissant balanced on his iPad. I should have known these guys would be there that time of day. Did the DLC Corporation give you a hard time? Did they give you a check? My luck sucked. I was never going to get anywhere with Linda at this point. I said to James. 
Yep, I got paid. Hey, James, have you met Gavin's friend Linda? No. He reached over and they shook hands. How long have you known Gavin? About 30 minutes at this point. Haven't I seen you in the art attack store? Yeah. You're an artist too? Full time, not like these hacks. But I don't know. I think Gavin's got the perfect goose that's going to lay the golden eggs. This was getting out of hand. I needed to extract Linda and myself from the group. I said to her, So Linda, I think I just saw a vegetable truck pull into the parking lot. Do you think it has lots of leafy vegetables? James and Brent both looked out into the parking lot, confused. I said, Yeah, can we go out there and maybe buy a head of lettuce and cabbage together? Why not? We both got up and headed for the door. As I said to James and Brent as I was leaving, I'll be back in a second. We made it out to the parking lot, I said to Linda. Sorry about that. Now, I had no idea those guys were going to show up. Linda smiled and said, You've got some interesting friends. Can we continue this conversation in another place? I think we should. Can I have your email address? I pulled out my phone and pulled up my contacts list. Sure. It's cabbagegirl at gmail.com. I froze. She let me sweat for a minute, then laughed and said, I'm kidding. It's linda473659 at gmail.com. I typed it into my contacts. I said, so you're not going to send me pictures of sauerkraut? With a sly grin, she said, you never know. I put away my phone, made a fist, and held it against my stomach. I'm not shaking her hand. I'm not shaking her hand. She offered me her hand. I held it, limp-wristed, and did a deep bow like a member of the king's court. It was nice meeting you, my lady, I said. There, I got her back. She smiled at my goofy stunt. Okay, Gavin the artist. Let's see where this all leads to. She waved, turned around, and walked back to her car. 